0: Hello everybody and welcome to Sacred Human. This is a sacred space where we consider what it means to be fully human and fully divine. It's a space where we are curious about what it means to embody our light and it's also a space where we step into the flow of goodness which connects the earth and the universe, a space where we receive and give love and a space where compassion leads. Thank you for being here. So hi everybody, good afternoon. Welcome to this Facebook Live. So today um, we're gonna focus on taking some inquiry and some interest to the relationship between spirituality and the body. Welcome to all of you who are joining Linda, Robin, Jamie, Mandy, Nicola, Rachel, Suzanne. So lovely that you're here and sending all my love to you. And so before we consider the topic for today I just want to thank all of you for showing up to this and also all of you who have contributed your comments and your shares and the examples of your creativity it really means a lot to have you join into the sharing Because the idea of this group is for me to simply be a stimulus, a catalyst, bringing concepts to do with spirituality and divinity and humanity into the group for you to take inquiry to and you to share. You are your own leader. I'm just the stimulus. So welcome and today we're going to look at then the body and spirituality. And this I could honestly talk for hours on (laughs) Um, because it's been a really important part of my own spiritual um, development and inquiry and mainly because of Um, the challenges I've had with my own body, in terms of trauma um, and sexual assault and various other um, challenges. But also because I have been totally immersed in a patriarchal theology through my own training. And we know from the world religions and the patriarch in which we live that the body is undermined, it's hidden, it's shamed, it's kept down. So the separation from the body and spirituality happened historically due to patriarchy. Now the statue you have in front of you here um, is actually a replication of a, I'm going to say Neolithic, I'm probably wrong, (laughs) an ancient statue of some of the original kind of spiritual activities that humanity took part in. And they were the matriarchs and the idea that God, the divine, was feminine. And this is how our ancestors lived for many years until the mainly due to Christian um, religions came on board and made God male. So our ancestors were really used to worshipping and venerating the feminine, the feminine of the divine. And as I mentioned yesterday the feminine is rising at the minute and so a lot of people are searching for the feminine in spirituality. So the body, the feminine, and the earth are inextricably linked. They are one. And from my own personal journey, I would go as far as to say there is no divinity without the body. We are. um, We, humans, are the embodiment of the divine. The divine is given life through our bodies. And when we reframe our bodies in that way, when we consider our bodies to be a temple, to be the home of the divine, then we treat them in a very different way. So consider that, consider that your body is the animation, the living vehicle of the divine and see how that makes you feel about your body. Taking a slightly different tack to that, um, a lot of the more new age spiritual practices that have come into being probably since maybe the 1960s, and the appropriation into the west of meditation is seeing a rise in people actually leaving their bodies in the name of spirituality. So if we think of meditation practices and mindfulness, a lot of that gives a focus to the mind, calming the mind, taking yourself into a calm state all great however there is there again in that road a disconnection between the body and spirituality and often from the new age spiritual practices there is the concept of the spiritual bypass where people use meditation in order to escape the living reality the world It's issues, it's pain, it's trauma, instead of engaging in it. So creating and rebirthing humanity when we are not actually living in the now, in our bodily forms, is going to be incredibly difficult. If we are going to evolve into being fully human and fully divine, we need to be in our bodies to do that, not bypassing um, our trauma and our hurts, And our relationships really. Another um, kind of point to make in relation to this is the idea that the body can actually be the way that our soul, our divine, our light, actually communicates with us. So this is something that I have developed um in response to chronic pain from fibromyalgia. Meditating with chronic pain it took me into blissful states, but as soon as I opened my eyes and came out of that state, ah uh, the pain came back. Um, shaming my body or criticizing my body for having that pain, that didn't work either. One of the most in- kind of effective methods that I used in order to work with the symptoms of fibromyalgia was to trust that the pain had a message within it. Trust that the pain was there for my own good. And as I started to befriend my body, trusting the sensations, listening to my body, turning towards my body, even that when the pain was within it, I realised that it had a lot to say to me. And through that, also, the Divine had a lot to say to me. It was actually happening for me, not to me, to wake me up to the ways in which I was still in the trance of patriarchy, undermining my feminine, not engaging with my spiritual path in in terms of a living path, embodying divine. So trusting the body that developing a relationship with sensation that the soul is communicating with you and being curious about that can really, really um, be helpful. And then in addition to that, Um, as I mentioned yesterday in terms of our nervous system we know that um, when we are in our sympathetic nervous system, when we're activated, when we're doing, we can really achieve high energy states and we also know that when we're in our parasympathetic nervous system, our rest and digest, we can achieve very peaceful states. Both there is, it's neither The divine is neither in one nor the other, but it's actually in everything, it's in both. And in terms of spiritual heritage, um, within all of the world religions and spiritual disciplines, the use of movement to create ecstatic states of union with the divine has been done through the body for years, through dance, through sex, and also achieving the flow of peace from the divine through resting and relaxation engaging the parasympathetic nervous system has been done for years as well it's all from divine because the divine and human humanity the body are one Also, bringing the body into spirituality gives a keeps in check, I would say, the ego mind. The logical mind is a fantastic tool, it's the masculine energy, it's important. However, remaining embodied and checking into the body when it starts to feel fatigue, for example. there's pain perhaps is a good way of checking whether you are in alignment with your soul path and with the divine. Staying embodied stops the ego running the show. (laughs) And then finally One last thing I'd like to bring as a stimulus for you to think about is the idea of an X, like a kiss, as if you were putting a kiss on a letter. And if you considered yourself standing as an X, so feet parted, arms up in the air parted, like a kiss, so you make the kiss sign with your body. If you imagine a line running from above which will represent the divine source, light. Coming straight down like a rod through your crown and all the way through the center of your body and out through your genital area and down to the ground, connecting with the earth, also of the divine, Mother Earth, our our mother, without her, we do not have life. You see that complete rod line running from What we might call the heavens source, right the way down to earth, and you standing in an X, the intersection of the heavens source light and the earth is in the heart space of your body, the heart chakra. It is at that point within your heart that the divine and human heaven. And earth above and below the masculine and the feminine meet and so without our body without our heart what I call our sacred heart there can be no animation life of the divine so I hope that makes sense I've probably talked a lot longer than normal because this is just my um my thing the thing i'm really passionate about um however that's just me bringing my view um to things and giving you a stimulus and what i would really love you to do as i've said is is to comment ask questions um bring your view into this listen again from the beginning if you've just joined because there was a whole lot at the start and um hope that has brought some um clarity or inquiry or curiosity to you in relation to the hum- humanity and divinity and where the body sits in spirituality. So before we go, I'm just going to say hi to Joanne and Diane and to Josie um, and Gayna for, for joining here. And as we're on a, a feed, if there are any questions or comments before we leave it today, then please Do. And if not, then I'm going to have a go at turning the camera and saying hi to you all. I'm making my little area in the back of the garden now a little bit of a shrine. Got a little seat going on here. This is my escape space (laughs) whilst we're all in quarantine. So it's lovely to see you all. Oh, Manjeet, I mm, didn't see you were there. From my heart, my space, my ex, to yours. All oh, my love. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this Sacred Human podcast, where we explored the experience of being fully human and fully divine. To learn more, go to www.sacredhuman.co.uk or follow us on social media. Go to Facebook, search Sacred Human Group and click join. Instagram at Fully Human, Fully Divine or Twitter at Sacred Human. Thanks for being here.